If you've listened to our podcast at all over the last year or two, you'll know that we often have a sponsor of the podcast, which is the Copywriter Think Tank. That is our mastermind for copywriters who want to do more in their business, whether that is create a course or launch a new program or simply just increase their rates, work with a higher caliber of client or do something else that they haven't been doing before. This episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit different. Kira and I invited the three coaches that we have working in the think tank to talk about what they're doing there, what their experience has been so far, and the expertise that they bring to the table. If you have been thinking about the think tank, this would be a fantastic episode to listen to. But even if you are thinking, oh, I'm already in another mastermind or it's not something that matters to me right now, I think you're still going to want to listen to this episode because the ideas and insights that each of these coaches share are applicable in any copywriter or content writer's business, regardless of whether they're in a mastermind or not. So stick around as we hear from the coaches in the think tank, Linda Perry, Johnny Steller, and Tamara Glick. Okay, so we are going to kick this off uh, with our special guests, uh, all of you, and I want you to just introduce yourself by sharing, of course, who you are, um, but your role in the think tank, why, what you're doing in the think tank to help the members, and uh, maybe share a credential or two, like just brag a little bit about why you're so incredible uh, at what you do. So let's kick that off with Linda. All right. Thank you for having me on. I am Linda Perry. I call myself a success strategist these days. And really what that means is that I combine the tools of mindset and some business strategy to help people bust through some of their blocks and take their business to the next level. I joined the Think Tank really to be that mindset coach to help people really bust through some of the stories they tell themselves so that they can actually achieve bigger goals and do the things that they set out to do. And so far, it's been a pretty new role, but it has been a blast. And one of the things that I think makes me really good at what I do is I've worked with hundreds of business owners in different areas, but I have an ability to really see where those blocks are quickly and allow people to really implement the tools they need to move past them. I like to think of what I do as sort of this active learning lab. And part of what I love about being in Think Tank is that it is an active learning lab. They get to see real time how their blocks are standing in their way and really work toward taking steps. This isn't like therapy. This is really about taking actual steps that allow you to grow and become that person that you've always imagined in your head and achieve that kind of success you want. And I should add, Linda, because you didn't say it, but you have worked as a copywriter. You've built a six-figure copywriting business in the past. You've been through all of the copywriting trainings. And so not only have you built a business like so many of the other people in the think tank, but then you also bring the mindset approach. And so you know where the struggles are because not only have you coached tons of copywriters through them, but you've been through them yourself. Oh, yeah, that. I forgot about that, right? But it's true. I mean, I think I, I've seen every single kind of block as a copywriter, and <laughs> I think you guys have seen them with me. And it's really been helpful to really see the stages and allow people to identify them in a much clearer way. Let's jump over to Tamara, the, one of the first coaches we added to the Think Tank. We call you our cruise director. Tamara, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I would love to. Hello, I'm Tamara. I am a brand stylist and marketing strategist. I joined Think Tank, I think my year was three years ago now, um, because I was really trying to find a way to bridge all of my interests um, and see if that actually even made sense and started coming in as being a copywriter and wanting to give up the styling side of my uh, history and left the think tank in a totally different space where I was able to combine both strategy and styling together in marketing overall and branding overall. So that was my personal journey. 
And it was while I was in the think tank as an active member that it became really clear to me how important the relationship part of think tank was, not just the individual coaching, which was absolutely pertinent to my development, but also the community around me. And um, it became a real interest of mine to find a way to create a, a better closeness or intimacy between our live interactions with each other. And that's how I became the cruise director. All right. Thanks, Tamara. And Johnny, who are you? Who am I? I ask that to myself every day. No, um, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be on the podcast again. Um, I specialize in what I call the unsexy essentials. So those are systems, processes, and tools. And I'm so happy to bring that into the think tank to help the think tank members kind of create more efficiencies in their business. That's, you know, building the systems, growing and leading their teams and copy chiefing. So um, creating a little bit more white space in their life to achieve more of that like elusive work life balance. So like work less and life more. <laughs> so um, really what this all translates to is ending unnecessary suffering. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping to achieve in the think tank. And some of my humble brags are, um, you know, having a hybrid career. I've been in the industry for about eight years, uh, half as a freelance copywriter and consultant for small brands in the personal development space. And then the other half spent as a copy chief and also head of creative for uh, boutique marketing agencies, uh, you know, scaling teams of two into teams of 10. And that included uh, both designers and copywriters. Okay, thank you. So we're going to jump into your think tank experience to start this off. I'm just curious, because you were in at different times and all had different experiences in the think tank, what impacted you the most and impacted your business the most from your experience as a think tank member? I want to say that um, we were actually, I believe there was some overlap in cohorts maybe, but I remember Tamara and remember Linda being in um, my class. So <laughs> it's really cool to kind of be here united with everyone again. Um, if I might be mistaken, but I, I think that, uh, you know, it's kind of come full circle. It's exciting to to be a coach in the think tank and know that I got so much of my training from being in the think tank and that's why I'm here. So I know a little bit of a, a meta look on uh, being here, but I think that what really stood out for me being in the think tank was the confidence that grew. Um, just being around other writers, copywriters who were struggling with the same things that I was and knowing that I wasn't alone um, really helped me be okay with where I was at in my business and that I wasn't the most successful and I wasn't the least successful. Uh, but really just being there and having that support to, you know, step outside or take a leap of discomfort into a, my discomfort zone was really fueled by the support that I received in the think tank, not just by the, the amazing coaches like Rob and Kira, but also the, the, the other members. So that's what stands out for me the most. Well, I think I was in cohort two and I actually joined the think tank and stayed for two years. And I think the things that really stood out for me, I'm going to start out from the perspective of a copywriter, was how much there was for me to learn about business growth and how many opportunities you guys provided for you know, learn about copywriting from so many different angles, from the art of writing to the actual practice of it. And then just the camaraderie and support from other copywriters. I think we were all at a little bit of a different phase of our business, around the same, but we all had different steps we were taking. And there was just such massive support for finding really what was your own. And, you know, I will say that my copywriting business grew to six figures within that first year. But what ended up unraveling and something that I really love about what you both do is allowing the person to come into what is their own, finding that sweet spot of what you really want to do. And the truth is, is I love copywriting. I'm still my own copywriter. But what really ended up evolving was allowing me to actually step back into mindset work. I was 
a coach prior to ever becoming a copywriter, but step into it in a way that felt much more my own. And oddly enough, you guys fostered that in a way that was amazing. And so I feel like I love email writing to this day as much as I love coaching. And it all really came out of being in Think Tank. So it was really a great experience. Well, I think, I mean, as I said before, I thought that when I joined Think Tank, I was going to go in a copywriter and I was going to leave an even stronger copywriter. Um, when in actuality, my my the course of my career shifted, it felt like a couple of times during my membership. And I wasn't the only one. And I think it was really permission giving to be in a mastermind where you have the opportunity not just to grow in an expected direction, but also a lot of opportunity to explore the unexpected. Even before, particularly, I think, before coming into entrepreneurship, I thought that there were titles you were supposed to have careers you were meant to go into. When I became an entrepreneur many years before Think Tank was even a twinkle in your eyes, um, I started to see that that wasn't the case and I was happier and on my terms, much more successful going my own way. So when I started going into copywriting from being really only style focused and prior to that marketing focused, and then so I was moving three careers in when I joined Think Tank, um, I I kind of was going back to that mindset. I had to, If I was going to be a copywriter, I was going to be a copywriter, and that's what it was. But being around and amongst a group of people who were all supported in exploring very different ways of approaching a career that most people think has only one facet was super permission-giving. And it allowed me to to look at my career in ways I don't think I would have been comfortable or supported in doing without Think Tank. So I'd like to ask each of you some individual questions about some of the skills that you bring to the table. Maybe starting with you, Linda, when we started talking about having you join us and coach, you pointed out that um, you know a lot of the stuff that we're doing in the think tank really needs to be supported by mindset work. And Karen and I do you know a little bit of that, but clearly not at the level that you have. What are some of the hangups that people have along the road to whatever it is that they're building, whether it's a six-figure business, whether it's launching courses or their own products, or even just changing up what they're doing? What are some of those stories that you mentioned that we're telling ourselves that we've got to unwind in order to really succeed at what we're doing? No, they fall into different categories, but I think at the core of a lot of this is this belief that I'm not good enough, right? Or... I don't know enough. And so what happens is, is that we end up foregoing our own, our own power of thought and we give it away to everyone else. So we think that we have to be building a business that mirrors someone else's. And we really give up our own intuition, if you will, and our own gut check and think, okay, I've got to do what everybody else is doing. There's this groupthink mentality. And one of the things that I kept noticing is that people were doing things without really understanding whether it was even aligned with their vision. And so one of the things, the first things that you know I've done as we walked into Think Tank is, is let's get clear on what you want. Let's reconnect you to something that feels really powerful, a vision that you have so that some of these beliefs that start to creep up, whether it's I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not capable. We have all these stories, right? Or even especially around pricing. I can't, I'm not worth that, I'm too new. All of these stories start to dissipate once we anchor into what it is that we actually want. And so I kept seeing that over and over because we share some clients that people were really not allowing themselves to go deep enough to seeing who they really were and what they wanted. And so I think that's really an opportunity for copywriters that we've been able to start to offer within the think tank by combining our efforts. Yeah, I, I totally appreciate that approach too. Johnny, your background 
is copywriting, but also you built like a, an entire copywriting team for an agency. You've built systems for hiring. When it comes to systems, teams, that kind of stuff, what is the stuff that you see is holding copywriters back? Yeah. So of course, this is going to be kind of through a systems lens. Um, I think the very first kind of barrier to building a, a nice, successful team is um, having systems, period. <laughs> so it's it's such an easy project to sideline and put off because you're so consumed with taking on new clients and client work and being involved in those types of things that, you know, fuel your business. But um, the systems are, are so, I guess you can put them off, you know, it's just like always in the back of your mind. And that's where they live most of the time systems, right, is in your head, in your mind. So that's not technically systems. That's if they're not written down, um, they're not really systems. So really just devoting, carving out some time in your schedule to piece by piece, uh, write out your systems. That's kind of step one and struggle one. Um, also, I see a lot of, you know, there, there's copywriters struggle with kind of trying to do, do like do too much and take on too much by themselves. <laughs> and they kind of struggle to let go and delegate and ask for help. Um, and they'll hit burnout before they hire, before they hire out or outsource. So really asking for some extra support is where people struggle a lot too. Um, and really when they, once they hire out um, or bring on you know, another part-time copywriter or contractor, um, they have that handoff anxiety. So really trying to control every aspect of you know, that, what they produce, their work, um, but are they going to do it as, as well as me? This That's the question that's happening in the back of their head. Am I going to have to rewrite this whole thing? So really making sure that you have a solid vetting slash interview process or hiring process with that copywriter, with the potential copywriter, and also uh, being confident in your systems enough so that quote unquote outsider can come in and do the work without any more context or with little to zero context. So that's why those systems are so important to um, to build out in the first place before you start hiring out. And when you talk about handoff anxiety, I'm like, I can relate to that. Like everything, it's so hard to hand off stuff to other people and to build those systems, but pretty critical for building a business. Tamara, you get to see people's businesses almost from a, an, another viewpoint. You're kind of like the, the big sister in the think tank, you know, the person to talk to or, you know, that you can go to with almost anything that's going on. What are you seeing, you know, as you talk with other copywriters, the struggles that they're having uh, and, and how, what can they do to overcome them? Mm. I, I really do have a, I think, a very special position that I'm honored to hold in, in that kind of big sister or confidant space where uh, it's kind of a combination of those things and offering different insight from a 360 perspective of our members' businesses and how that, in, how that can um, impact their lives and vice versa. So often... For me, it is about recognizing the entirety of an individual and all of what they're experiencing right now, not just in how they create their business or how they find their clients, but what that means for the rest of their day or the rest of their night or how it impacts their weekends or the stress that might come with that in their relationships Um or how to handle situations that they're emotionally too close to, to be able to see very clearly. So for me, it's really about being an outside source of support that is, I suppose, soft skill based, because oftentimes we can get to a point where we think what we need to develop in terms of skills is technique in our writing or technique in our onboarding or, you know, those, those areas that are more of a hard skill set where a lot of what happens when we own businesses and when we grow businesses is we need to be able to manage the human side of, of ourselves. And as, as a business owner, our client relationships, our 
relationships with our team if we're growing a team. So that's where I get to get to see people grow and support them. And maybe we can dig into the how behind what you all shared as far as your specialties and what you bring to the think tank. So let's start with you, Tamara, to help kind of create that holistic experience for think tank members. How are you doing that as a cruise director? How does that actually show up in the think tank um, in a way that's actionable, in a way that um, moves the needle for think tank members? Mm-hmm. So a lot of it, I think, is might look behind the scenes in the general scheme of, say, our Slack channel, because it will be one-on-one DMs. It will be one-on-one coffee chats and conversations. Um, And it often can be bridging the gap from that one-on-one private conversation to helping that member to feel empowered to share their experiences more broadly with the membership as a whole. More often than not, if somebody is struggling with something on their own, there's at least five other members who are experiencing or have experienced that same kind of of situation. And we may not feel brave enough to share it in the larger group if we're not yet weighted into the group or if we're very private to begin with. And so there are times where a conversation will remain one-on-one and private. And then there will be times when I may encourage someone to um, share more broadly in the group to get the support from their peers that they're really in think tank to get. We work on our own so much as digital entrepreneurs that the community side is something we really, really need and often we really lack. So actionable things for me are knowing our members on individual levels so that we can celebrate things that if you were in an office setting, you would automatically celebrate a birthday, uh, an engagement, a a win in your business or a vacation you've been waiting to take. Those kinds of things are where the the community side can really thrive and where the relationships can really deepen. And that's, that's a lot of what I do. And then on the other side of it, it's understanding what our members need more of and bringing it back to our TCC team, to you, Rob and Kira, and to our internal team to help support our members and evolve the think tank in the ways that suit the current cohort best. And Johnny, for you, I know this is a newer role and we recently brought you into the think tank as the systems and growth coach. So we're figuring it out. But if someone were to join the think tank and work with you and really need help with their processes and systems, how are you set up to help them in the think tank? Yeah, I love being so accessible to the think tank. Um, Slack is kind of where we keep our conversations and communicate. And I've had so far in the month and a half that I've been on board, um, I've had people private message me about uh, just an example was someone needed to have a very difficult conversation with one of their copywriters. And uh, we were able to talk through it and she took away some really, really good um, action steps that she is currently implementing. And I'm kind of eager to, to, to see uh, how that manifested. But that's just one example. Also, I mean, I'm, I'm on Slack every day. I check it every single day. And having that systems channel there for system specific questions has been super helpful as well. Um, actually, before this podcast, uh, before we started recording, I typed in, I think it was last night or this morning, actually uh, bullet pointed all of the main takeaways from the group coaching session that we just had last week, our first systems call. So that was really cool. Um, And of course, you know, all of these uh, sessions are recorded and you can watch at your own leisure so that, you know, fits anyone's schedule. Always really appreciated about that. Um, You know, all the sessions being recorded and then just general conversation inside the Slack channels. Uh, You can just really feel um, the relief (laughs) through, I guess, the interwebs. You can feel the relief that this kind of support really brings. And even just knowing that you have these coaches to lean on, um, it provides that like that extra mental support, um, just knowing that if you struggle with a certain problem that you will always have someone to turn to. And Linda, for you, I mean, mindset can feel so overwhelming and you can feel so alone when you're struggling with your own mindset and then also scared to share in a group setting. So how 
how are you helping think tank members with mindset um, currently? So like Johnny, we have a mindset session once a month. And I think what surprised me during the first session was just the willingness of people to share. And what ends up happening is, is we do sort of a group coaching environment, but it's, it's two people's comfort level. Everything is held, you know, within the group. And I think that's been very special so far as everybody really is respectful. And what happens too is, is everybody learns that we're all the same. We all have the same head trash that's coming up. So for example, we did that in that group session, but I also get to look like Johnny talked about at the Slack channel. So this past month, people were sharing, I think, Carrie, you had asked, what is everyone's Enneagram? And what resulted was this, <laughs> a little bit of confusion about what the Enneagram is. And so next month during our session, I'm actually going to share what the Enneagram is and how you can use it to actually grow your business, build a team, understand how you want to work. So these things are kind of naturally evolving. And I've also had people come to me one-on-one -on -one in the Slack channel saying, hey, I'm stuck here. Can you help me work through this? And from time to time, I'm going to offer some of the things that I have. I have a rich library of tools. And one of the tools that I have shared with the Think Tank is my vision program. And I think I got some great feedback already from somebody saying like, this should come with a warning label that it's going to excavate things you haven't thought about in years. And we're just combining some tools pretty organically and seeing what it is that the group needs at this time. So this might not be a fair question for you guys because we've only had you, Linda and Johnny uh, coaching for the last month and a half or so. But what has surprised you the most about your experience so far, the copywriters that are in the group? And again, you guys have also been through the Think Tank as members before coming back as coaches. So I'm just curious about maybe some of the differences that you're seeing. Johnny, do you want to kick that off? Yeah, absolutely. So there is a very wide span or spectrum of copywriters and not just copywriters. We're talking about strategists. We're talking about, you know, uh, business growth people, biz dev, like these are, there's a range. Uh, there's a garden variety of think tank members. And I love how diverse everything is. And, and it's, there's something for everyone really, or someone that, uh, someone to relate to for everybody. And I love that about the think tank. So their skill levels are kind of, uh, you know, from just starting out as a creative creative agency of one to building a team of 10 to 15. So being able to see both sides of a copywriting career or a marketing career has been amazing. I, I'm just, there's so many takeaways and so many uh, just uh, amazing things that you can learn from these copywriters and from these uh, business owners who have varying levels of experience. So that's the first thing that stood out to me about uh, the think tank right now. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with Johnny. There's such a wide variety of business types and business owner types in the cohort that, you know, it's really fascinating to see how everyone can share their perspectives on a business problem that another member may be having and help them to work through it from a totally different perspective. I really love being able to lean on that and, and hear from different people's viewpoints because everyone's experience is so vast and varied. I think also it's tremendous opportunity for people to build their networks of support when we go into business for ourselves, whether we grow a team or we remain on our own, we're never going to be able to do all the things. And it's really helpful to see and to learn from people that we know we can trust because we know their integrity, we know their skill set, we know their dedication, so that when it comes up in conversation with a client that they may need support in an area that we don't serve and we don't have intention of serving, we have a group of people that we can refer to and that can refer to us. So being part of, I think, one of your early cohorts, I thought, you know, we had the best group, right? Like we had, <laughs> of and, course. And we had 
right. And we had the best of you because we were small and we were intimate and we were all so close. And I mean, I'm still friends with so many of the people in my cohort. And I think what surprised me is, is how supportive and how active they were with each other in the Slack channel and how willing they were to be there for each other. I mean, even in the mindset session, they were like, yeah, let's talk about this stuff. And it's a bigger group. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And I think that really surprised me and stood out that you guys have cultivated something that was existing in group two can now still exist to this day, even in a bigger platform. I want to shift a bit and talk about visibility. Many of our new members, not all of them, but many of them struggle with visibility and showing up and being the face of their business. So I'm wondering from your experience in your own business and then from working with so many copywriters in the think tank and and other uh, platforms, what do you think separates the copywriters who are overlooked, um, maybe overshadowed, or at least feel that way? from those copywriters who seem to be everywhere and everyone's talking about them all the time. Um, what is that difference? What starts to help the first group shift into the, the second group if they choose to do that? So visibility is just one of my favorite conversations because I think that we all want to hide as copywriters behind our words, right? It is so much easier. and it's so necessary. And I think Matt Hall a few years ago was like, Linda, you just need to get out there more. You need to market yourself, right? And I think that the difference really is not so much, are you showing up on social media? Are you being outrageous? Are you being anything like that? It's about being intentional and knowing what it is that is your own specialty, what you're good at, and really building the relationships that will foster your growth. It's not so much about who's the loudest, but it's really about staying consistent, being being loyal to your audience, to really offering something of service. Those people who are visible are also not scared to give. And so I think those are some of the things that separate them out. And it's not introversion versus extroversion. This is one of my favorite things to say. There are a ton of introverts out there who are killing it with visibility. It's really about a willingness to know your purpose, make an impact, and share it. And as a follow-up to that, Linda, if someone's listening and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm struggling with this, what would you recommend they do as a first step to move forward? It It's really in terms, well, I always say get clear on what you want. Get clear on your vision because it gives you the power to get over your BS about, I can't do this, right? When you know the impact you want to make, it is so much easier to step over the stories you tell yourself about how I'm not good at this. I mean, I always tell the story of how I was terrible at speaking and I used to shake and take beta blockers when I was an attorney, but it's really standing in the B. Who do I want to be? It's imagining yourself there so that you can start to step beyond all the lies you tell yourself about who you are now. Johnny, what do you think separates those two groups? Yeah, so uh, self-promotion hasn't always been my favorite thing about being a copywriter, visibility, uh, being seen. Uh, But I think the one thing that stands out in my mind, and ironically enough, uh, Mike Kim said it in a TCC podcast. I'm not quite sure what episode it was, but it has completely embossed on my heart and my mind since then. And that was uh, courage first, then confidence. So courage comes before confidence, courage to really put yourself out there. Um, You know, confidence is relative. Confidence is something that you build once, you know, you get some momentum going and once you become more competent. But I really do think that courage first mindset Um, and the willingness to go out and do the scary things um, really helped me, well, say yes to speaking at IRL this year. (laughs) Um, You know, that was really, really intimidating for me. Um, But every time that happens, I just repeat that over and over again is courage before confidence, because confidence could take a while to generate, 
but courage is always at the ready. I love what Linda and Johnny have said, courage and willingness. And I think that to get to both of those things, you need to make a decision and a commitment. So it can be really challenging to consistently have the courage, to consistently have the willingness. You need to decide that that's going to be a priority. And maybe you decide that it's not. There's lots of business owners who are very successful who don't choose visibility in the ways that we are very familiar with it right now. They choose it in different ways and they may be more um, heart to heart or belly to belly instead of social or speaking. There's lots of ways to choose your visibility But the decision to be visible needs to be made over and over again um, so that you can build up the courage and you can build up the willingness to persist in it. Yeah, just echoing the courage over confidence um, philosophy, you know, just go in and do the thing. And I know it's hard to to kind of tackle the, the inner gremlins that are telling you that you're not good enough and you can't do this and you don't know what you're talking about, you know, the imposter complex, all the usual struggles. But yeah, just really um, echoing the the sentiment of having that courage over confidence to go out and make yourself visible. So far, as we've been chatting, we've kind of been focused on the role of the coaches in the think tank, but there's also this community aspect that is there and peers that can help and support. And again, because you guys were all members at one point and now are in uh, more of a coaching and advisor role, would each of you just maybe take a second to think about or to reflect back on what... um, what that community experience and the feedback, the the connections you made with peers, what difference that either made in your own business or what you see it happening in other people's business. And since I am not really good at remembering who goes first, I'm just going to say, let's start with Tamara. So for me, you know, I, I feel that relationships are the foundation of really everything in my life whether it is personal or in business. When I joined Think Tank, it was primarily for the guidance, but very close second uh, for the guidance of my peers and the camaraderie and support and community of being amongst peers, especially as a digital entrepreneur. From that time as an active participant until now as a a coach on the team and also continually a business owner on my own, those relationships continue to be the, the thing that I benefit from probably even the most from my, my active time in think tank. I feel that the relationships, if you, if you invest in them and if you help them to grow, they become the most long lasting part of any educational experience that you may have, whether that is looking at, you know, your years in school or your years in a a professional development course, or even going to conferences, what you take away are of course the learnings, but the learnings come to life when you talk about them and the progress of your business or your personal development come to life when you collaborate on them. So to me, that's that's really the benefit of those relationships is they they outlast any duration of a program or experience. I'm not sure if y'all are looking for anyone specific, but I, I can think of three people, uh, maybe five, but my top three people that really stand out to me that were in my cohort, um, one being Matt Hall, who was, he's just a stud, like... <laughs> The guy was, he, he offered such incredible um, advice and really he was the guy that stressed the importance of learning and offering strategy as a copywriter and how valuable that is, um, not only as an offering to clients, but also to quote unquote, like future proof your career because that's kind of a leg up on AI, right? <laughs> so they can do algorithms 
algorithms and crunch numbers and, you know, study patterns, but really it's that personalized uh, strategy that will, uh, that they can't offer yet. <laughs> so that was the number one thing that stood out about that cohort for me. Also, Justin Blackman, um, gosh, I think I've mentioned him almost every podcast I've been on for TCC. Um, he is, he continues to be a, a huge influence, a, a great positive influence in my life, even just through his emails. But um, he really helped me through a lot of the sticky stuff, um, you know, in terms of both actual copywriting and some of the mindset stuff too, while we were in the think tank together. And also really being able to talk to him one-on-one um, -on -one at the retreats was uh, invaluable. Just connecting and being able to just share some personal things as well as some professional things. And he helped me work through a lot of those. And also he was, he was so sweet. I actually reconnected with him this year at IRL in Nashville. And he, you know, was kind of struggling trying to write my intro. And uh, it was the night before, I think, at our group dinner. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. And he gave me some really good advice, too, and even offered to kind of walk through my presentation with him beforehand. And before I actually took the stage, he came up to me and he's like, you're going to do amazing. Uh, you know, I'm so proud of you. Um, just really um, rekindled my confidence and actually made me less nervous walking up on stage. So just kind of having him um, in my, my life arsenal of people that I genuinely care about and connect with has been, um, again, invaluable. Also, Linda and Tamara have both in one way, shape or form uh, continue to influence me to this day. Tamara offers incredible insights and she just has such amazing life experience that I can uh, relate to on so many levels and she can really like see into your soul. It's kind of scary, <laughs> but I've always loved that about Tamara. And then Linda, I listened to her podcast as well. And she's, you know, her and I have had a couple cocktails together and, you know, what she can offer in terms of mindset is unparalleled uh, because she gets copywriters, she gets the creative, the creatives world. So just, you know, I want to talk up all the things. And of course, Rob and Kira um, have been a major influence on the overall success of my career as well. Yeah, the relationships are real. I think what Johnny was just saying is that my mindset coaching gets better with cocktails. Um, that was <laughs> a joke. Um, so I obviously echo everything both of them have said about the relationships. I mean, they and they're long lasting. It, it, the truth is, is that I could have hid when I came into Think Tank because I joined Think Tank with my sister and I was perfectly happy with having her be my, <laughs> my critic, my mentor, and really my advisor when it came to copywriting. But I was exposed to this whole group of amazing people who ultimately became my friends. And what I think was the best part is people you look up to ultimately become your peers, whether that's you, Rob and Kira, or somebody like Joel Kletke, who I ended up, you know, who will admit he's worked with me and he's become a, a good friend, somebody I really personally admire. And you have the opportunity to really expand your network. And I think beyond that, build these relationships that become invaluable to your business. And in surprising ways, whether it is they become ultimately people you work with, or they become affiliates for your programs, or they become just people you lean on day in, day out. You know, they ultimately become this almost advisory board for your business. And I think that really is something that's true, even though I have shifted entirely to mindset work, I still stay connected to all of these cohorts because I just love hearing about everyone's business. I love being able to see the growth. And I think that's really what's instrumental. We have a think tank retreat coming up. So we're excited to shift from virtual retreats to starting to plan some in-person retreats. And that's coming up in June. Part of it will be at my house. It's just an excuse for me to throw another party at my house. Um, and so I wanted to ask all of you, as we wrap up this conversation, uh, if you can just share a little bit in insight into the retreat experience, because you've all been at the Think Tank retreat, what 
did you get out of the retreat or what surprised you the most about the retreat? Um, if you can just share in a kind of quickly as we wrap up and have five minutes left. Uh, let's start with Tamara. Oh my goodness. The virtual retreats we've done were shockingly good, but there is nothing like being in person. There just isn't. I remember when we were in Charleston, it was like a rocket ship from the relationships and the learning that we had done together online to what happened in just those couple of days together. I mean, there were things that we talked about that I don't think we ever would have have been able to talk about them in the same way online as we were able to do in person. There's an, uh, you know, there's a closeness and an intimacy that you build with people when you're face to face that you can try and emulate online, but it really drives it home. All of that stuff that you've been working towards in getting to know your cohort online really, really comes to life when you're in person. Not to mention, you know, that Kira is really amazing at beer pong, but also that you, you get to do like all of these fun things and bond with one another outside of the quote unquote work hours, having a meal with somebody or going on like a hop on hop off tour bus like we did in Barcelona. These are the experiences that make a retreat really gel and help you to gel with the folks that you're with, but also give you time to digest all of the information that once you're clicking off a screen, you you just kind of like stop immediately. With an in-person retreat, you get to continue to percolate together, which I think is just, it's incredibly different and, and very, very powerful. I almost just want to sum it up as think tank on steroids. I think that's really the best way. I mean, Tamara just covered it so well. Everything about about the retreat was always just mind-blowing. And it just elevated my business so rapidly each time that I, I just I can't even tell you how important the retreats are to the Think Tank experience. And I'll be honest, the first retreat was the place that you guys had me come in and talk about beliefs. And it was kind of mind blowing to watch everyone just have these shifts in real time. And it really clarified what I wanted to do. So I just, I think the retreats are such an essential part of the experience and live is truly the best. So lucky that we can do those again. Yes. To all the above. Um, so many good things there. I, I do want to first highlight that Kira is exceptional at beer pong and foosball. Like, do not play this. All the games. All the games. Thank you, Johnny. How have I missed this? I have never seen you play like beer pong, Kira. This was in, well, this was in Barcelona. Where else was? um, I think uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, I want to say. Like at Charleston, we had some games. Yeah. yeah, we'll have some games in D.C. too. So, Linda, let's, was, let's do it. She was the first one in the hot tub in San Diego, though. That's was, true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will remember that for sure. Um, and then also, they're just fun. They're excuse to get out of town, see new things. Uh, for me, who lives in less than entertaining uh, area, <laughs> to be able to go to these awesome, exciting hubs in places, not just in the U.S., but around the world. Barcelona, that was my first uh, Europe trip. So that was amazing. Hopefully we'll see some of those in the future. But um, it's, I mean, you you walk in and it's like that nervous tension that you kind of get when you're like meeting quote unquote new people, even though they've been in your life, they could have been in your virtual world for years. Um, that immediately dissolves. Like you see people smiling faces and like you have a an insta a group of insta pals, you know, not Instagram, but like they're instantly pals and you don't have that initial small talk that you have to get out of the way. Um, it's just a, an immediate in-person connection sharing, you know, there's a different energy uh, when you get around a group of people um, and your wheels turn differently. You know, you think of things that you wouldn't have normally thought of either virtually or on your own, not to say anything bad against virtual because we were kind of stricken to that world for a while, but really that in-person energy and that connection is absolutely irreplaceable and it's so difficult to replicate any other way. 
yeah, it's a fun experience and we're looking forward to getting back together. So uh, thanks to you guys for joining us for the last hour or so. This is the first time that we've had three guests on at once and uh, not your first appearance for any of you. So it's great to have you all back. And if people want to connect with you guys, obviously a great place to do that is in the think tank, but we'll also post some links to your own websites just so people can check you out individually and see what you're up to. So just again, thank you for joining us, for sharing your experience and some ideas that maybe will help copywriters who are even just not yet ready for the think tank. So uh, thanks for that. And we will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. That's the end of this episode of the Copywriter Club podcast. The intro music was composed by copywriter and songwriter Addison Rice. The outro is composed by copywriter and songwriter David Muntner. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and so that we can get the podcast out to more listeners. And if you really liked it and you know somebody who would enjoy what we talked about, please share it with them directly. We want to thank our guests again for what they've shared on the podcast. If you want to listen to them and the interviews that we did with them individually, you can check out Linda Perry on episode 108 and episode 234. We also talked to Johnny Steller on episode 119 and Tamara Glick on episode 142. And if you are thinking about joining the Think Tank or another mastermind, keep in mind that the price for the Think Tank is increasing on June 1st. There's never been a better time than the month of May to book a call to talk about this and get it on your radar so that if it's time for you to take your business to the next level, you do it and save a little bit of money. So check it out at copywriterthinktank.com. And we'll see you next week. Copywriters coming together to help the world write better. Copy and make more money. Kira and Rob's Copywriters Club yeah, can make you lots of money. Listen to the Kira and Rob's Copywriters Club can make you lots of money as long as you listen through the whole damn episode.